Hey y'all, you're listening to Damsels in Detroit, the podcast all about women from the city that are killing it in their industries. I'm your host, Evan Webb. Each week, I invite a damsel to come on and talk with me about their life, careers, and why Detroit girls do it better. Hey y'all, we're back with another episode of Damsels in Detroit. This is episode 45. We are on our way to 50. I'm excited. (laughs) Um, So today we're going to be talking about food. Um, who doesn't love to talk about food? So I'm sitting here with Kiana, also known as Q Broden. So I'm going to read a little bit about her. That's okay. (laughs) I'm going to read her bio before we get into our questions. Kiana Q Broden is the culinary visionary, culinary visionary and innovator of cooking with Q, a place where vegans and meat eaters coexist. Q's mission is to teach people how to eat to live by introducing more plant-based meals into everyday living. Q's Brick and Mortar, The Kitchen, by Cooking with Q, is Detroit's premier demonstration kitchen and contemporary shared space. The Kitchen provides guests with a platform for learning, experimentation, menu tasting, and private dining events focused on celebrating the art of cooking, drinking, and gathering. Hello. Honey, I'm like, who is that? (laughs) She is fabulous. I like her. (laughs) (laughs) I like her. How are you today? How are things? I am excited, and this is so good. I'm excited to be here. So excited. I'm excited you're excited. Well, are you ready to answer some questions? Whatever you got for me, I'm here for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's get it. (laughs) So first question is, when did you start cooking? I would love to know just all about your culinary journey. When did it begin? This is so funny. So I don't have the average culinary journey. Okay. Uh, I just, I'm I'm surrounded by an entire family of people who cook. Mm -hmm. You know, the down south families who cook, everybody's eating dinner together. Every Sunday there's a big family dinner. My youngest memory is me cooking. Like, I remember getting, wanting, there was something called Woolworth. You might be young. Yeah. Woolworth was a place where you can go in it like a dime store for the elders, right? Okay. And there was a little kitchen set, and I remember wanting it so bad. And my mom and my grandma were like, no. But I called them mama and mama. Mm-hmm. They said no. All I remember is I got that boy Christmas, <laughs> and it was curtains, okay? I wanted to put everything <laughs> that we had for dinner in that container. It was Potato salad, chitlins, cornbread, mac and cheese, <laughs> greens, everything that you shouldn't even be eating, right? It okay. was everything in the pot. And my mom is like, I don't know how you remember that because you couldn't have been more than four. <sighs> she's like, why do you even remember that? I was like, but that's like my fondest memory. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you've always wanted to cook. You've always wanted to feed people because you wanted all the food in your little cook set pots mm-hmm. so you could serve it to everybody. Aww. So she, I always tell people like, whatever you're supposed to be, you've been it since birth and that shows me like you were always servant mm-hmm. and you always wanted to like feed people. Yeah. So what was the first thing that you learned how to make and like perfect? In real life? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's real hood. Okay. My uncle showed me how to make like, uh, it was like an omelet. Okay. But it was almost like he used to call it egg pizza. And then as an adult, I was like, man, this is an omelet, stupid. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> this is not egg pizza. <laughs> this is an omelet. <laughs> but it was so cool because it was like we made it just like a pizza mm-hmm. and he let it get ready and then he flipped it over, but he would cut it in triangles. Oh, cute. Okay. So you would think you were having like a deep pizza. dish, but it was an omelet. But it was just that you cut in triangles. We so innovative. And we're kids. So, you know, I'm like, you know what? This is fire. <laughs> <laughs> I love my egg pizza. Okay. You bragging about about it at school They're like that's analysis oh okay <laughs> <laughs> did it have anything well i guess what were your favorite omelet toppings oh 
back in the day, mm-hmm. back in the day, I was like a Southwestern Amish. So I wanted okay. everything. Like before I was vegan, I was, I ate like my family ate. They're from like South Carolina. I'm talking, they mm-hmm. ate everything from the Ruta to the Tuta. Yeah. So we had like sausage, ham, bacon, green peppers, onions, all the mm-hmm. veggies, all the meats, extra cheese. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Flip to perfection. Mm-hmm. And now I probably eat the same thing, but it's a vegan egg and it's like no meat or okay. it's meat alternatives. And like my spinach, my kale. I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with kale and spinach. And like, kale is a good one. Child. But it goes fast so fast. But that's the that's the glory of it. You, you gotta hurry up and eat it. You gotta think it's a flower. <laughs> if you cut a flower from its root, how does it keep getting nourished? I'm bad with flowers though, because I <laughs> <laughs> I am. I go to Trader Joe's and get a little bouquet. Cut them and then like put them in water and then they get all gross because I forget they're there. You don't change the water and snip them? No. Girl. <laughs> Girl. I threw my vase away. No. Because what? I know. This is not sustainable <laughs> at all. What are you this, saying? I'm sorry. The plants are I, like, no, I know. I'm a bad. I'm bad. But I was like, things keep getting gross. So I'm going to just, you know how I'm going to solve my problem. Everything goes in the trash. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I love flowers. I do too. If you want to come to my house, my husband's like, listen, I don't think you should bring another flower into this house. (laughs) Like, are you sure we have one more space? (laughs) I love flowers. But if you change the water every day, they last for how long? If I were you, I wouldn't even change it every day. You just change it every couple days. Oh. Every couple days. But as soon as you take the flowers out the water, Uh they stop drinking. So you have to snip the edges okay at an angle and then put them back in water and they drink again okay see i only thought you cut them once mm. and then put them- every time you take them out the water they stop drinking and if you pay attention when you take flowers out they'll seal up oh you if i'm that person who else knew this honey yes. child <laughs> <laughs> who knew I'm like they, they're thirsty they just want you to clip them so they can drink again i am not i feel like y'all not thirsty you spongebob square pants and the, the plants they dry right. out they outside of the water this it's is, not right this is real bad because <laughs> i work with plants girl but <laughs> my mind my mindset is always like if you were out in the wild you would not be dependent on me so why are you dependent on me right now because they clipped them and <laughs> took them out the wild they in the crib i'm like y'all need to learn how to be independent because i cannot be the person that's in here taking care of everything send i can't help. already pay the bills okay the least you can do send help is take care of yourself send help but i digress says all anyway. the plants in the universe that come to your house help us <laughs> she yeah, I do have some dead ones in my room right now. But moving on, because that is, we are here to talk about you. <laughs> we are not here to talk about me. Just bring me all your dead plants. I'll resurrect them and you can take them back okay. to the crib. No, but I'm. I'm okay. not joking. Okay. You know okay. where the kitchen is? I'll make sure you I know do. how to get. Just bring me the flowers. And then I'll be like, look at your flowers. Come get them. What if they're herbs? Doesn't matter. Okay, great. I'll be there soon. <laughs> While you're saving lives. <laughs> okay, so culinary training. Did you go to culinary school? I did, did not you? go to culinary school. Okay. That's everybody's favorite question. Like, oh my God, what culinary school did you go through? Mm-hmm. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> the end. <laughs> like literally, like I, I was not the school I'm not, I'm not the school goer. Like, mm-hmm. you know. I graduated from DPS, so I went to school. Yeah. I tried college. It was not for me. Mm-hmm. I tried it several times and I realized like, why are you giving Fanny and Freddie so much like money? You just mm-hmm. wanna pay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who is Navient? Why are they still oh, getting girl. checks? But that's what I'm saying. So I was like, it's not for everybody. Yeah, it's not. And my daughter loves school. Uh-huh. Husband loves school. They're excellent at school. Mm-hmm. Me? I don't know. Yeah. I'm a hustler, baby. <laughs> Just let me go. <laughs> and there's, I mean, 
there's no singular way to learn. Like no. there are so many different avenues you can take. There's so many people you can meet and they can teach you things. Like it doesn't always have to be a textbook education. I think we're just programmed that we're supposed to have a textbook education. Yeah. And I'm all about unlearning everything that they taught yeah. me. Because that's my question. It's like, why? Why do I have to eat this way? Why mm-hmm. do you think I have to eat? Why do I have to believe what you said? Why? Right. Who taught the person that created this culinary program that said that I had to cook this way? Mm-hmm. That's true. There are so many things that, like, I try to keep people, but I keep people around me. Like, my um, executive chef at the kitchen, honey, she went to culinary school. She's mm-hmm. fire, right? But there are some things that I learned from her, and there's some stuff that she learned from me. Right. It's the same thing, because I hate cooking with oil. And it's not that I don't like oil, mm-hmm. but I feel like oil is a waste of a calorie. Okay. Right? So how do you... The same way that you, you would do it? oil, you do it water. Oh, okay. But the crazy part is nobody says it. But now that I said it, you'll try it, and you'll be like, it really worked. You'll yeah. Like, I know. I never... Okay. Hmm. You just, Unlearn. You've been teaching me so many things already. Unlearn. <laughs> I'm a disruptor. <laughs> oh, because I guess, well, I have a friend that went to culinary school, Cherry, and she was on the podcast. Hi, Cherry. Hi, Cherry. Um, but she was just talking about how crazy it is, how difficult it is, how like intense the restaurant business is. It's psycho. And I'm like, wow. But then even for you to be a plant-based chef, like they don't really focus. I don't think there's a track that you can focus on and be like, I just want to learn how to perfect this way of cooking. No. So I guess that's also, I don't want to say a downfall, but also like. It's just, you have to step out and learn stuff yourself. Yeah. You can't be dependent on, because this is also something that's completely different. Mm -hmm. Like this is something that now I feel like people are getting it and it's becoming like, it's trendy. Right. But I don't think people are trying to eat plant-based because of a trend. They're eating plant-based because they are realizing that Mm -hmm. the food that we've been getting is not that deal. Mm-hmm. but we've been accepting it because it's easy and it's easily accessible. Right. If they made healthy food easily accessible, the saints would march in, mm-hmm. but y'all don't make it easily accessible. It's accessible in the suburbs. So it's not accessible in the city. When did you, well, obviously you used to eat meat. Clearly. <laughs> when did you make the switch and I, why? So it was probably right when I was rolling over on 30 and that okay. was because I was sick all the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't know why I was sick. I had a cough that sounded like I smoked 8,000 packs of cigarettes a day, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I had rashes all over. Like, mm-hmm. my skin looked like it was, like, snake skin. You know, I always tell black folks, like, it's eczema. Yeah. It's not, it's not eczema. Um, and the doctors were, like, doing all these. I was, I thought my name was Copay. They oh. did something like, hi, Copay here. <laughs> Copay. And I was like, yes, how are you? <laughs> That's How me. much is it? That's me. <laughs> so I wanted to, like, I'm like, there has to be something. like, And you get tired because when people go to the doctor and you get the same answer, same answer, mm-hmm. you got to figure out, like, what's wrong? So right. then one of the doctors, I, I tried a new doctor because sometimes you have to rotate. You have to go to some mm-hmm. different people. And he was like, I want to check, you know, your rashes. Can I take a biopsy of your rash and I was like go ahead he was like but if this biopsy doesn't work I want to take a biopsy of your lung and I was like my lung don't I need it yeah (laughs) is it gonna grow back dang where do they eat they had to like oh they put you to sleep that was the first time I'd ever been put under in my entire life but they did a biopsy of my lung and when he did the biopsy of my lung he came back and told me two things that I was allergic to dairy okay and he told me that I had stage four sarcoidosis sarcoidosis okay the weirdest word you'll ever hear but you've heard it before because bernie mac died from his sarcoidosis okay so it's supposed to be common in black women we don't know it hmm. in books it's like this is a common a diagnosis of african-american women i was like hmm, never heard that 
<laughs> till I yeah, I haven't either. till I researched. But um, in doing that, they wanted to give me steroids, and the steroids that they wanted me to take due to the inflammation that was happening in my lungs all the time, they wanted me to take steroids like three times a day. Oh, so in my head, all I hear is the rest of tell, your life. Yo, y'all tell athletes. We don't want y'all to take steroids. So in my head, if you don't want the athletes to take steroids, why you want me to take them? Yeah. Cooking is my sport in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So if they shouldn't have it, why should I? So then it makes you research. Like think when people get sick, we always go to Google like, yeah, um, I'll be on WebMD. Honey, WebMD. <laughs> what is this? What does it mean? How, How do you do spell sarcoidosis? <laughs> and like when you get diagnosis with stuff at the doctor, they don't always necessarily give you like a holistic approach to fixing it. Okay. They always like give Take you the medicine, pills. honey. The fu- the money is in the prescription. Yeah, it's not in you going and growing a garden and figuring out what should be done. But everybody, everybody, if you Google sarcoidosis, what helps heal it or what can cause the inflammation to go down, it was all plant based diet. Okay. So for me, coming from a family like the blackest family, Mm-mm-mm-mm. and we have mac and cheese where it's like eight thousand different cheeses in it. Yeah. All I could think of, you want me to be plant-based and i'm allergic to dairy so half the medicine that they were giving me had dairy in it oh wow because dairy is a binding agent okay child what are y'all trying to do Mm. and i didn't even know the medicine until i went to the store you know you go to cvs or walgreens Mm -hmm. and they be like bing we had a flag on some of your medicines has dairy and it was like all of my medicine but your doctor knew that you had a dairy allergy after i got my biopsy Oof. okay that's scary. Understatement. But the thing about it is if I wasn't so adamant and fixing and asking right. the questions, I would never know. Mm-hmm. I would just keep going to the doctor. I would keep paying the copay. I would keep. So in my head, once I figured that out and was like, how do I fix this? You start looking at the things that you can eat to make you feel better. What mm-hmm. gets rid of mu- mucus? Right. What will get stop your body from producing so much mucus? Mm-hmm. And then half the stuff that they tell us that we can't have the FDA will allow you to put it in the food that goes to the animals. Okay. So you're still getting it. Mm-hmm. So you have to let go of the animal. Yeah. When you, Even when you don't want to. Mm-hmm. You know, the Saints loved a little spicy garlic wings and buffalo uh, wild wing. Had to let it go. It's definitely dairy for me. Honey. Um, cheese is just... <laughs> can't talk enough about it. I just... <laughs> it's just so good but even today like i had just tweeted like wow dairy be so good with your stomach being there going crazy like, and the crazy what? part is i don't think we like we don't look at the basic thing like as humans we don't look at the basic thing like the basic thing for me i, I wanted to keep eating cheese mm-hmm. but i had to go cold turkey i was yeah. literally cold turkey it was like do you want to live or die right pick your pick it what mm-hmm. you want to do live or die because that's pretty much where it is right and i'm like i got husband i got kids like i need to make live. sure I live. Yeah. So I have to do, like, what it takes to make sure I'm healthy for my family. Mm-hmm. And I cold turkeyed everything. But, like, that was, that w- it was not the easiest thing. The people mm-hmm. around you are like, girl, you're going to die if you don't, yeah. eat no, you don't eat no meat. You're not going to get no protein, girl. Right. Mac and cheese? How was I supposed <laughs> to live without mama's mac and cheese? Rest her soul in heaven, but the saint had the best mac and cheese I ever had in my life. Yeah. What was I supposed to do? So I just wanted to find stuff that was like mm-hmm. I could make it vegan. Okay. Now, when you changed, did your whole family become plant-based? Your immediate family? So, no. Okay. And, like, my husband, he wanted to go vegan even mm-hmm. before I got Sorry, we talking about you. He right there, though. <laughs> he always get to hear the story. He'd be like, mm. <laughs> he He wanted to go vegan even before I went vegan. Okay. So it was like, but it was like, I'm not pushing play. That's like, yeah. who doing that? You know what I'm saying? Like, eh, sounds good. But then... 
I was like, I have to do it. So when I cooked, he ate what I cooked. Okay. So he's been vegan. No. He's completely <laughs> vegan. Like he's completely vegan too. My son, psh, the boys, we got two boys and a, and a daughter. Mm -hmm. Daughter's my oldest. They probably eat the most vegetables you ever seen a kid eat okay. because they eat the vegetables. But the the my middle son be like, yo, if it's vegan, I'm not eating it. Uh. And I be like, you are so foul, boy. <laughs> like, boy, you eat French fries. Like, you eat corn for breakfast. Like, you know, people eat cereal. He eat a bowl of corn for breakfast if he could. Wow, seriously. Literally. <laughs> so I'm like, quit hating on the vegan. He's like, it's fine. Or I trick him. I'd be like, oh, my, I made y'all meatball subs. They be vegan, but I don't, I don't eat. I don't let them see me eat mm -hmm. it. And I'll give it to me. Like, this is fine. I'm like, I know. Because <laughs> it's vegetables. Plant-based. <laughs> <laughs> you like the vegetables, like, don't you? like you? it, don't you, boy? Um, well, thank you for sharing that. I did not know that that was common amongst black women. I mean, I literally have only heard that term once. So, yeah. It is a real thing. I am glad to be sitting across from you. I will say that. Yeah. I tell people all the time. I hear people coughing. They have the same symptoms. You have like, feel like think you think you got arthritis. You have issues with that. You have issues mm -hmm. with breathing. Your vision is like weird. You got, they call it the, your eczema skin rashes. You're already itchy. Dry spots. Yeah. It sounds like you have like a flu all the time mm -hmm. or you're cold all the time. You got this cough. Sounds like you smoke a lot of cigarettes. I tell people as soon as possible, like go, you should probably go get checked out. Yeah. My brother had a very heavy cough um, for a while. Like, he had bronchitis, and then it was like the bronchitis, like, never left. You would have thought because the way he was coughing. But just went to the doctor recently. Unfortunately, he was in hospital for a little bit. But it, it had to do with his diet. Like, you have to, like, The diet out. is attached to every single thing. Yeah. What you put in your body is exactly what you give it. Mm -hmm. And half the time, we eat what's easy. Right. It's easy for me to go get five burgers for five dollars. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's five dollars. I'm right. about to eat for days. I'm right. But nobody's talk but nobody's telling us like, no, go back to cooking. Like mm -hmm. think about back in the day. Like nobody it was not fast food. Right. We cooked as a family or the family cooked and we ate all together. Mm -hmm. And we're the complete opposite of now. We want yeah. everything. It's like an instant gratification universe. And people just want they want it and they want it now. Mm -hmm. And then definitely with him, sorry, Brian, if you're listening and telling your business, you but right. <laughs> <laughs> with him, like working the hours that he works, you're at work at like X hour in the morning. Like what is there for you to get if you didn't bring anything from home? So now you're going across the street to get some fast food. You only got 30 minutes for lunch. So let's make this a this quick one. This is exactly one. why I do meal prep. Yeah. That's he's on oh he's been meal prepping very heavy now <laughs> but that's that for me in my head i try to make everything a zero excuse because yeah. i know i have been a part of it mm -hmm. i know what the excuses look like yeah i don't feel like cooking i'm too busy i work too much i mm -hmm. got too many kids we don't have no time da, 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 da. but we we sure find time to go do the stuff we want to do yeah. your health should not be the excuse like you shouldn't make excuses for your health like right. because you need yourself mm -hmm. your body needs you to survive yeah especially now Come hello so, do you, well, obviously you do, because you said you made some vegan meatballs, but how do you, like, emulate the things that you used to love to eat? You mentioned chitlins earlier. I don't know uh, how you would make those plant-based. You can't. Some stuff you just have to learn and be like, Lord, <laughs> we ain't on a slave ship no more. I don't have to eat the scraps. Yeah. I'm, that's what and I'm my daddy, my daddy would be looking at me like, girl, don't act like you eat, like, but I don't now. Okay? Yeah. Okay, sometimes you learn better, better, you do better. Yeah. And I heard people say that when I was younger, like, I don't believe it, but it is really factual data. We want to shake people like it's 2020. You don't have you to. don't have to eat that. You don't have to. I mean, people that eat them 
love them, swear by them. I just dis. I think it's just. I tell myself all the time, like I know I'm a disruptor. I am disrupting yeah. what's common for us. Mm-hmm. But it's because that's what we were taught. So I am all about challenging what somebody taught you. And it's yeah. not to say that the person who taught you was incorrect. But most of the time, we get information from secondhand. Cousins told me, my aunties told me, grandma said, mama said, mama said, but who told mama? Mama's mama said. So everybody's just being taught by somebody else. So where did it start? So how about we cut that and break that chain and Mm -hmm. like start from scratch? And I don't feel like they were or had the autonomy to ask a lot of questions, whereas like now we might feel more comfortable or 2020 kids are like, why for everything? (laughs) Even when you want to pop them in their mouth, like shut up. Yeah. They, They ask why. And then you can't even get mad. Right. Because sometimes you don't have an Some, answer for the why. And you'd be like, dang, like, like I need said, to find out. Me that? Yeah. And I tell people right now, like, if I don't know something, I'll go figure it out. Mm-hmm. I'll go ask. Yeah. And I think in my head, that's how you get better. Like, you have to seek wisdom. That's what the Bible tells mm-hmm. us. You got to seek wise counsel. So if you don't know the answer, let's figure out the answer together. That's the same thing, like, when I do my, because um, you asked about the recipes. Like, the recipes that I come up with, it's just, we are we think that our body, our, it's our brain. Mm-hmm. We The brain doesn't control you. You control it. So what you really miss is taste your taste buds. You mm-hmm. miss flavors. You miss, like, the textures. Okay. So even though your brain is like, I don't think anybody out there is like, yo, I would love a piece of flesh today. <laughs> that sounds pretty foul. Says nobody on the face <laughs> of the planet. But let me say you want some fried chicken. Yeah. You really love the flavors of the fried crispy chicken. The crunch. You like the crunch. It's mm-hmm. the texture. It's the way it was seasoned. And so for me, I do the same thing with like your veggies. Mm-hmm. So what is your favorite meat alternative these days? I've tried tofu. The texture of it. it Tofu can be cooked so many different ways. You can't even like, I tell people like tofu is not a meat alternative. Mm -hmm. Not for me. It's like a protein. It's just a form of a protein. Mm -hmm. And most of the time you get guys who be like, I'm not eating tofu because it's going to make me grow hormones. I'm going to get boobs. And it's like... (laughs) You know how much tofu I you'd have to eat? I haven't heard that one. Oh, God. <laughs> Look online about tofu and guys eating. Because they say it has estrogen. It's going to make me produce estrogen. <sighs> <laughs> it's just the... But it. But the thing about it is everything in moderation. If you eat too much of it, yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. Right. You understand? So my favorite... I, I'll probably say my favorite meat alternative right now is probably Beyond. Okay. I like Beyond because Beyond, they're not um, soy-based. Okay. And they're not like, because a lot of other companies will use, like, I I don't like to bash people, but, like, I don't, I, I didn't, I, I used to like Impossible, mm-hmm. but I like Beyond more than I like Impossible because okay. Beyond is not soy-based. And then they didn't alternate their ingredients to mass produce for, okay. like, fast food restaurants. Got you. Okay. I don't want GMO. I don't want GMO soy. Like, I keep your genetically modified anything. Okay. I don't want it. That makes sense. I've had I haven't had Beyond, but I've had Impossible. Um, GMO soy. I don't do it. Okay. Now soy, should we just like not consume? Is it bad? I've heard so many different things. That's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Tofu soy. Yeah. So I just my had thing. a latte with soy milk today, and while I was drinking it, I'm like, mm. but you I was have thinking to about pay. you. <laughs> I was like, is she on top? I'm gonna ask her. But you have to wrong? pay attention to the amount. Anything that mm-hmm. you do, and except the rule that I tell everybody to live by is 70 30. 70 percent fruits and vegetables, 30 percent everything else. 70 percent fruits and vegetables, 30 percent everything else. 
I'm not saying don't eat the cake, anime. <laughs> I'm just saying don't eat the whole cake. Right. So if, my, if at every meal, no matter what I have, if I have 70% fruits and vegetables and 30% everything else, I will be okay. Oh, wow. And again, that could be my logic and somebody else may be like, Q, I don't buy it. Mm-hmm. Like, do you? I said that's what I think. Yeah. But whether you're a meat eater or a vegan, because you can be a horrible vegan. Okay. Like, don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. You can be a horrible vegan eater. <laughs> you can eat all processed everything. That yeah. does not make it better for you. Yeah. I can eat Oreo cookies all day because they're vegan. <laughs> that does not make me, that does not mean I'm healthy. Yeah, that's true. Honey. <laughs> child. Okay. I haven't had Oreos in a long time. But that's what I'm saying. Like, people just have to, like. Yeah, watch you, it. You got to know the difference. It's mm-hmm. like, do everything in moderation. Like, right. I tell people right now, like, do I look like I'm missing any meals? I'm still trying to lose 20 pounds right now. <laughs> I think that's something that people think, too, is like. Oh, if I go plant based, I'm gonna lose all this weight. Or I'm yeah, eat French lose. fries and potatoes every day. <laughs> See how that works out for you. I'm having pasta every day because if I don't have pasta, I'm gonna starve. Because that's a myth. If I don't <laughs> have pasta, you are gonna starve as a vegan. You gotta have potatoes and pasta every day. No, I tried that. Pasta didn't job. work out. <sighs> that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I love potatoes and pasta, honey. Every day, bro. They oh god! I don't think I could do it. A new vegan world. That's that's what you try to do. I just had to make myself finish the rest of my spaghetti. I was like, wow! If I had to do this every single day, I don't think eat like on day three. I'm like, wow! I I cannot. I am the queen (laughs) of recycling meals. That's what happens. We get bored with eating the same meal. Yeah. So if you make things and make it separate, you can kind of change the Mm -hmm. dish. That's true. I'm really bad at like cooking for one. It's so hard for me. Like, I make too much, and then there's not always somebody around to be like, take the rest of this. I don't want it anymore. So sometimes stuff goes bad because you just try to, like, you open your fridge and pretend it's not there. Be like, I don't have anything to eat today. It was like, girl, it's a whole pot of (laughs) (laughs) I do. I See, I understand that, but my brain is always like, cook your portion. Mm Mm-hmm. And, or do like, like I'm telling you, like, literally, for you, if you were cooking for one, even if you cooked a meal for four. Freeze it. Break it up. Yeah. Don't put it all together. My freezer doesn't get enough love, too. Okay. You're right. Honey, I have it. Zero yeah. excuses. Okay. Yes. Zero. And I got a lot of them. Honey, <laughs> they like, we got excuses like, well, girl, let the excuses go. Bye, Felicia. Zero. Zero. Well, what would you say is your biggest kitchen mistake? Like, you tried to make something, maybe, and it turned out horribly. Honey, my husband calls me burning with Bernie. <laughs> he calls me burning <laughs> with Bernie sometimes because I burn stuff. <laughs> I said yeah. it out loud. <laughs> I burn stuff, but it's not because I'm just trying to burn it. It's because I be doing too much. I forget. Multitasking. No. Yeah. Oh, gosh. My mom has made the smoke detector go off. Oh, boiling, are boiling you water. kidding me? I boiling have made water. the smoke detector go off. <laughs> I'm like, what was I doing? Like, why did I not know this pot was on? Like, yeah. what? There's nothing in the pot. And I put something like, oh, my God, what was it? Mine went off. This was a while ago. And I snatched it off the wall. Because I'm like, not right now. <laughs> I'm trying to fix something. I got the and door I open, put it back front on. Door, I know. Back door, garage. I'm like, <sighs> So I'm in a condo, so I can only, I can't open anything. And I'm in a high rise, so my windows don't even open all of the way. So I'm like, I'm not, nothing is going wrong. It's just the oven is on very hot. Right. I'm fanning fanning away from the thing. I'm like, freaking go off. It was so, I was like, you just got to come off the wall for a minute. And I haven't put it back on, but we'll we'll get there. What's my worst? Oh, my. okay, I'll tell you. My worst thing is, and I've been fighting with it. I've probably been fighting with this for like six 
months freaking cinnamon rolls. Really? First off, let me explain something. I am not a pastry chef. Okay. I don't like cooking sweets. Okay. But sometimes I nail it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, but the cinnamon rolls, it's like the active yeast is not active. And it does okay. not, it's like activated. <laughs> it does not want to be activated. And I can't get I can't get them to rise. And I just won't ask for help because uh, I'm like, I'm going to figure it out. Okay. I feel like a lot of people that cook don't enjoy baking. I don't know why that is. I feel like I like baking better because it's very precise. Like, oh, I know oh, I need one get cup of out this. Of here. No. But like when I'm cooking, I'm like, I could very easily put too much salt in this. No, I don't then, even I barely use salt. So I don't even know. Yeah, I feel like with cooking I get intimidated to freestyle. No. So baking, I'm like, this Ugh. is what I need and this is how it's gonna turn out. Me and baking and sometimes it just works. Mm-hmm. Like Monday, we're on Fox Two. Okay. I make banana pudding. I it was it's National Banana Pudding Lovers Month. Mm-hmm. Did I didn't know, know that? that. November is National Banana Pudding Lovers Month. Mm-hmm. So I was like, as an ode to my love for banana pudding, yes. I made vegan banana pudding. Okay, child, I put the recipe out for everybody to have to make. Mm-hmm. You know, what everybody want me to make the banana pudding. <laughs> of course, you cook it, <laughs> and we'll show up at the store on a closed day. Like I just saw you on Fox Two. You got some of that. <laughs> <laughs> like the entire like, recipe is. I just online. gave you the recipe. Science, they like, girl, but you seem like you like making it so good. Can we just get that from you? Me, I would have asked too. Sometimes it's just better when somebody else, that, like, girl. you know, like if you try to make something that your parent or your grandma used to make or something, and it's just, it's always that one little thing that's missing. You like, I should have just, I should just asked them. Literally had to make like. <laughs> Three pans of, of freaking banana pudding, and they've been buying it all week just so I can make everybody happy. Well, if you have some left, please let me know. The Saints will march in. I wish I'd have brought y'all some tonight because everybody and they're not not vegans. Like this tastes better than regular banana pudding. I'm mm-hmm. like, what? They were like, I I I'm, I I poop you not. <laughs> this tastes better than regular banana pudding, and I'm like, what's the difference? They're like, no. This is better. Vegan sweets are very good. And it's not too sweet because yeah. I don't like overly sugary things. Mm-hmm. I do. I despise overly sweet things. Okay. They were like, it's so perfect. It. Ha- I'm going to come get some. Honey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Thanksgiving is coming. Yeah. What is on your plant-based Thanksgiving menu? So they have tons of options. Okay. They have a Thanksgiving feast. Mm-hmm. It's like one forty nine. You get like a hol- like a veggie roast, which is amazing. Okay. Okay. It's amazing. You got like gravy on top. It's amazing. You get stuffing, dressing, depending on what household you're in is what mm-hmm. you want to call it. You get, I make this cranberry persimmon sauce, like your own okay. cranberry sauce, which is super fresh. You get mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. You get roasted potatoes and green like beans. Potatoes. Honey. Mm-hmm. Straight. And it can feed five people. And that's like the holiday meal. But then they have dessert options of like sweet potato, cheesecake, lemon pound cake, Mm -hmm. the banana pudding now, Mm because I was forced to do it in like a blueberry peach cobbler. Ooh. With vegan ice cream? Glory. Hallelujah. Ooh. That sounds yummy. Honey. So when you do, do you still do, well, obviously not this year, but last year, did you do a big Thanksgiving, like with your whole family, like cousins? And- yeah, we do. We okay. we all, we have Thanksgiving. So do you just bring your separate stuff or? Let me tell you how this works, hon. Even though I may have the <laughs> vegan stuff and I cook the majority of the food. Like okay. I cook. I like figured. <laughs> me, my mom, my help, my daughter, my help, my sister, but we cook, I cook all the food. Okay. And then 
Everybody eats. Everybody eats. But the vegan food disappears first. Okay. I cannot explain it Mm -hmm. because they talked about me like a dog when I went vegan. Yeah. That's something that definitely families do not. You'd be like, I'm changing my diet or I'm not eating this anymore. They talked about me like a dog. (laughs) Like, girl, you're going to (laughs) die. You got no protein. No, I'm going to die if I eat this cheese. (laughs) They're like, no, no, no. Don't you be bringing this vegan stuff up in here? Girl. Look at them. Now I bring some stuffed shells. Stuffed shells gone. I bring my dressing. Dressing gone. Make homemade cranberry sauce. Gone. (laughs) I believe it. I believe it. My family would talk about me too if I did the same. Mac and cheese. I don't even make the regular mac and cheese. My mom will make the regular mac and cheese. Vegan mac and cheese. Gone first. Do you use... No, for vegan cheese and then like cashews or you I don't use, use nut. I use day like daya. I don't use like nut cheeses because a lot of people have a nut allergy. Right. Like you find more people with nut allergies than anything yeah. else. So I like don't freaky. One of one of my best friends has nut, a nut allergies allergy. will take you out. Yes. So I don't play like that. So I, I try not to use like nut cheese. So mm-hmm. I use like Daya. Daya is amazing. They have like mozzarella shreds, cheddar shreds, and they're all really nice. And okay. it makes the mac and cheese super gooey and cheesy and it's so good. Okay. Yum. Come visit. I'm going to feed y'all. Okay. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And you will be like, you know what, girl? I didn't know it was going to be this good. I've only, I've had vegan mac once and I didn't love it. Not saying where it was from. You don't have to. All I'm saying is, once you try mine, (laughs) I'll feel differently. Zero conversation. Okay, I'm ready. On God. So, what are some things that you always keep in your fridge and pantry, no matter what? There is always liquid aminos. Okay. There is always kale. Okay. There is always spinach. Mm -hmm. There's always tomatoes, avocados. Oh, that's my refrigerator. That's not my pantry. You said pantry. Both. <laughs> and then <laughs> I love quinoa. Okay. I and mushrooms. I have become a mushroom lover. Honey. I love them. Portobello mushrooms are fire. So I make good. a mushroom grilled cheese sandwich that tastes so good. I want to mm. cry right now. <laughs> Just thinking about it. It's so good. But those are all things that you can mix around. You can make stir fries. You can make mm-hmm. sandwiches. Because I'm a sandwich girl. I love sandwiches. I love sandwiches, Honey, too. Honey, I love a sandwich. It's Soup salad sandwich me to death. I Dude, you <laughs> can sandwich me. And Any I'm day. like. Well, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Let's give it up for sandwiches. Hey, Honey. Period. My husband does that. Dog, you give me a sandwich. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> sandwiches. I, I'm a sandwich girl. Yeah. Literally. Because mm-hmm. I love lunch food. I just. I yeah. love a sandwich. I'm sorry. A good sandwich is fire. Mm-hmm. And don't have it like set up right where it's like stacked. You got the lettuce or because for me, I use like a kale, like the dark leafy greens mm-hmm. with the tomatoes, the cheese. Sometimes you got to have mustard and mayonnaise, depending on what I kind like of sandwich both. you have. Give me pickles in the name mm-hmm. of Jesus. Mm-hmm. On the side or on? I, I want both because okay. I want to be able to have it in every bite. And then if I want an extra, I want to yeah. just be able to bite that boy. Mm-hmm. You're right. Sandwich ministry. I actually just had a sandwich before I came here. Honey, my <laughs> first cookbook is all about sandwiches. Ooh. It's coming. Okay. I haven't told anybody. I'm like, where is it? Where that's can I buy? Your, that's you. I love when people... Drop it. I'm like, drop a bomb on me. <laughs> Nobody knows. The first cookbook is sandwiches. Okay. Like, 
folks are gonna be like i'm here for it grilled sandwiches cold sandwiches all kind of sandwiches that's a little bit warm honey i'm here honey i'm ready all kind of sandwiches anything that you can do with bread i'm gonna show you how to flip it in this cookbook can you do you have a name for it yet i do can you i don't know if i can tell you okay can you tell me one of the sandwiches that's in there only if you want to you've given me so much already I'm going to secretly show you pictures. I'm okay. not even going to let you. Sorry, guys. I tried. Y'all. <laughs> but when I tell you, I'm giving you the sandwiches. Like, you're going to take this. You're going to make the sandwich. Mm-hmm. I even have a One of the sandwiches is called the hangover. Okay. I don't even drink. Mm-hmm. But I know what it's like. Yes. When you have hangover, you just need give Either me bread. A sandwich or a Coney Island On breakfast. a bagel. <laughs> I get, I'm giving you I'm giving you sandwiches from like the suburbs to the hood. I'm okay. giving it to you. Balance. They're gonna be like, "What are you serving me? Sandwiches." Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm ready. I love that we all love sandwiches because, honey, I'll make they, a sandwich right now. People don't appreciate them enough. A sandwich has always been there for you. Elementary school. What was you eating? P-M-J? Honey, I literally give people the breakdown of where sandwiches came from. Oh, I need for them to understand how it started. Okay. I break it down so you can know what goes in the sandwich, the different breads mm-hmm. you can create for the sandwich. Because that is also t- important. Honey. That's the foundation. <sighs> That's the foundation. The toppings, what kind of dressings you can put on yes. that boy. And you need to have a good ratio of Every bite to has the, to have. I hate a dry sandwich. I can't oh. do a dry sandwich. That bread gets stuck to the roof of your mouth. I'm, I'm done with it. Honey, we used to feed uh, the homeless back in the day, and it was like we made sandwiches. They were like, "Why are we making these sandwiches?" Because like don't know. Give them packets of mustard and mayo. They don't want no dry sandwich. No. Just because they're homeless, don't mean they want no dry sandwich. Listen, disrespect, <laughs> mad disrespect. Jeez. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so I want to talk about meal prepping. Woo! So on your website, you have all different types of plans. You have plans for vegans, for yes. meat eaters, for pescatarians. So we talked about the importance of meal prepping already. But if you would just like to reiterate and then also talk about the things that you're offering within the meal plans. For us, I try to make zero excuses. I know I am human just like you. Mm-hmm. I love to tell you what I don't have time to do. Mm-hmm. But the reality is we have time for whatever we want. Zero excuses for meal prep. Our meal prep makes it so that you don't have to do anything. There's nothing. The most work you'll do in our meal prep is grab your bag out of the freezer and put it in a blender and pour in a cup of your favorite liquid. That is the most work. Mm -hmm. All the meals are already prepared. They're already portioned out. Uh, You get a smoothie for breakfast, soup and a salad for lunch, Mm -hmm. and you get a main course for dinner. Okay. It is a good portion. Okay. You can do vegan. You can do meat eater mm-hmm. or you could do pescatarian. Okay. Not presbyterian. <laughs> like the church. <laughs> fish. We're talking about fish. <laughs> pescatarian. So we have it like that because you get people who want these different things. Mm-hmm. And the cool part about our um, process is not like, you know, I make one and everybody has to get it. Okay. Once you sign up for meal prep, you actually get an intake form. The form asks you, like, what type of work do you do? Are you allergic to anything? Do you have any allergies? A lot of other meal preps don't allow you to do that. Okay. You order it, and that's it. There is no, oh, you're allergic to dairy? You can't have Mm -hmm. dairy? Oh, well, child. Yeah. You don't want onions in yours? Oh, well. Because there's onions in here. Oh, well. So for us, and that was the thing. Like, I went through the test mode of, like, ordering from every box 
meal prep company okay. you could get. Not one person asked me anything about myself. Wow. Nobody said, are you allergic to anything? Nobody said, if you can't have dairy, we have a da- like a completely vegan meal plan. Mm-hmm. People don't do that. You would think allergies would be the one thing. It's complicated. Okay. Oh, I understand why they don't do it. Mm-hmm. It would save you a lot of money if you didn't do it. Okay. It does. Like, I yeah. won't even sit here and lie to you. Yeah. And it's very time consuming. Mm-hmm. Imagine making 100 meals. And you got to make like 15 special ones. There are 10 people who have all different things. Mm-hmm. You can't have onions. You can't have mushrooms. You right. can't have tomatoes. So sometimes you have to make one. Mm-hmm. Something. How do you make one of a lasagna? Right. Right. So, but we care about that. And for me, I I appreciate all the data because I get to look and say like, oh, we've got 200 meal prep clients. They have to tell me if they have ailments. They right. tell me if they're taking medications. Mm-hmm. Because I know if you are a cancer patient, you shouldn't get a bunch of vitamin K. Or if you have mm-hmm. liver diseases, you can't have uh, moringa in your smoothies because I, the moringa is going to wipe out the medicine that you're taking okay. and your kidney won't function. Mm-hmm. So, again, these aren't things I learned because she went to medical school or she right. went to culinary school. It's just because I did the research and right. I learned it. Mm-hmm. So, and that's the thing. We just have to... It's learning what you can put in your body and make your body function. Because I feel like we could probably heal ourselves from a lot of ailments that we have. A lot. Mm-hmm. I get people in the meal prep who are um, diabetic. Mm-hmm. Their A1C3 levels reverse. Okay. You get cancer patients. Cancer patients don't like to eat. Yeah. Chemo makes them not hungry. Right. And they're eating. Mm-hmm. So it's in the food. Like what you need to like heal yourself is in the food. We just have to like quit making excuses for it. Okay. But that, I mean, that's good stuff. Yeah. And there's, and you get, most of the time, you can order seven days, three days, or four days. Okay. And I do that because in my mind, even if you order a seven day, you pick up twice a week or we deliver it twice a week. Nice. Because I don't believe in you getting one box of food and it lasts for all that time. Yeah. Remember, we just talked about yeah. that. The kale. How am I going to give you kale and it's going to last you for seven days? Yeah. Girl, that if kale. it's fresh kale, that kale is going to look like a withered. <gasps> oh, my goodness. It's going to look like an old piece. I had just bought. Some kale because I made some soup recently and I opened it. And the next day, I'm like, What is this smell that is? And I looked and I was like, Wow, I just opened you yesterday. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? I was pretty sad. And what's really crazy is the fresher the produce, the faster it goes. That. It's not supposed to last forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, mm, yes, that's true. <laughs> I was seeing some people like, at the beginning of the pandemic, kind of like shaming people for not buying as many vegetables as they maybe should have. But I'm like, you got to think about everybody's, I don't know, like situations too. Maybe like, I don't know if the kale is not going to last them. Maybe they have to get something that's like better to preserve. I don't know. I, you know, people in their stockpiling, it just makes me nervous. One, yes. because <laughs> all, I was still having trouble getting paper towel two weeks ago. stockpiling <laughs> is just, ugh. Yeah. I just let people be great. Yeah. But the produce was on the shelves and what they really probably should have been getting was the produce because mm-hmm. the produce is what will help you fight off all these weird different things that's in your mm-hmm. body. But you can still buy these things and freeze them. Right. I, that's how you guys get smooth. Like when that makes smoothies, mm-hmm. it's just the produce frozen. Right. If my mint looks like my mint is about to get old, I'll wrap it up and freeze it. Mm-hmm. Put and in a Ziploc bag. Put in an ice cube. Yeah. You can freeze olive oil with your herbs. If your herbs are getting old, you can put your ice cubes in the olive oil container, put your herbs in there, put them in the freezer. It will freeze. And mm-hmm. then put all those cubes in a Ziploc bag in your freezer. But when it's time for you to cook, if you want to use olive oil and, you know, garlic and mm-hmm. rosemary, drop that 
in the pan and mm-hmm. you already have it already portioned out and it's ready to go so i actually remember you from the motor city match announcement how many years ago was that now like two or three? i feel like it was two okay was it two 2018 yeah two we in twenty. Yeah, two. <laughs> you see the same like marching in like uh <laughs> like what day is it? Um, I, ch- I check dates by Facebook and the pictures in my phone. Ma- <laughs> Those Facebook <laughs> memories. I'm like, First off, Facebook memories is fire. Uh, is it? It shows me it reminds me of so many things. <laughs> I'd be like, Oh, I almost forgot. Some things you don't want to be reminded Hello. of. Hello. <laughs> Some things you That's just hilarious because that's one of my devotions. Sorry, oh. y'all know I'll be in church. All, I feel like I've been church. But the devotion was like, which do you, what history do you want to be remembered by? <laughs> Not my Facebook memories. I was like, I'll oh tell my you God. That. Yeah. What year was this? I mean, oh, can we delete this? Between like the clothes and like the melodramatic statuses. Honey. I'm not for sure. The hairstyles. Which was also. Will take you out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My edges used to be swooped. Okay. Ooh, swoop. <laughs> and my side banging was always on 10. But, <laughs> <laughs> but two years ago, at the Motor City Match announcement, I remember you being the most excited person in the room to get <laughs> your grant. And I was like, I like her. Because she, everybody else, I'm like, y'all are getting money. And everybody was like, oh, thank, thank you. you so much. I was like, I'm what? So I was wondering, I was like, is, is something wrong with me? No. Because I was like, <laughs> are y'all getting money like this all the time? Because I don't know nobody. Right, this is, this is nobody gave me. me 60 grand before. So I was like, $60,000? Yeah. I won? I was like, in the name of Jesus. She is literally the most excited person I've ever seen. Because I was working at the city at the time. So I was at those announcements all the time. And you, like, seriously to this day are... The one that stuck on the most. I was like, maybe they get money like this all the time. I'm not. I need everybody to understand. Like, Lord, thank you. <laughs> but it's also good to see. I love when people win those awards and then fin- I finally get to see, like, their businesses come to life. So rough. So can you talk about the inception of the kitchen? Like, where the idea came from? Kind of, like, the process you had to go through. Ooh, chow. To get it all off the ground. The kitchen was a big I call so I have goals and then I call them God goals. Mm-hmm. So the kitchen was a God goal because I was working at a job like I was doing great. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I loved my job. I was doing mortgages at United Shore. Okay. And I was getting money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was totally fine. But I was sitting in a meeting one day listening to my my leader of the company talk. He's the president of the company. He's talking and I zoned out. And I was like, what is happening? But I could see it. Mm-hmm. So I started writing it down. I literally drew out what I saw in this vision because I'm like, surely God don't give me vision. So when I get on, I probably should remember <laughs> it. I write it down and I'm like, I don't know what this is. Okay. But whatever it is, surely I'm supposed to work towards it. Okay. So from that moment... I was like, okay. I had already been doing cooking with Q, cooking with Q because cooking with Q was like I started the blog. I was doing right. all this, doing live demos at different corporations because I found out that corporations get discounts when you teach their team members how to eat healthy. Hmm. They get discounts on their health insurance. Oh. Honey, it's ways to get money all Please over. Please put place. me on game. Okay, <laughs> I didn't know that. I was like, what? I'm about to start showing people how to make salads. So people <laughs> they were calling me to come to the spots and do small classes for like teams. Okay. And they would be like, okay, come back. Do this one. Do this one. Do this one. I do all these classes. They pay these classes. Their health insurance. It lowers the cost of their health insurance. Wow. Fire. So I'm like, bad money. 
People kept saying, well, can we come to your place? Well, can we come to your place? Well, okay. Can we come to your place? I was like, there is no place. Mm-hmm. And when and I had that vision. to my home. <laughs> period. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, ah, it wasn't even COVID. I'm like, nah, bro. Uh, so I have this vision and I see this. I'm like, well, this must be the place. Mm-hmm. So I take this picture. I put it on the wall. And I started figuring out, okay, God, surely I'm supposed to do something, whatever it takes for me to get to this place. So I start taking classes. I went to build. I went to anybody who had classes mm-hmm. that I could learn. I wanted to learn okay. anything about entrepreneurship because people love to make entrepreneurship look like it's super pretty on Facebook and Instagram. It's not. It's really not pretty. It's not pretty. Yeah. It's a lot of hard work and it's a lot of dedicated time. And I am a wife and a mother of three. Mm-hmm. So it was like the ultimate sacrifice because yeah. child, they don't care. They like, we hungry. What we eating? And you out here <laughs> trying to go to class. Right. <laughs> you better whip some of them before you leave. Man. You know what I'm saying? So that taking the classes and then wanting to talk to other things. So like I reached out to the SBA, like I went to anything that was an online free resource mm-hmm. and clicked the button that said, sign up. I signed up. I got a small business advisor, somebody else who had a business from like 20 years ago. And they're like, I use my, my spare time to volunteer to help other small business owners. Like, okay. what? You I in Rochester? Spare time. You getting money in Rochester? Let me go ahead and see what y'all <laughs> doing in Rochester. But like you take all the information because they have it to give. Right. Um, but I think uh, I feel like a lot of people right now don't do that because they they want to they just want the easy road. And there really is no easy road. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. So. I start asking, like, well, how do I get this? How much would this? I didn't even know how much it would cost to build the kitchen. Okay. All I knew was I was supposed to do it, and surely God wouldn't bring me this far mm-hmm. to drop me on my head. That's my excuse. And yeah. my brain is like, it can't be that hard. And even <laughs> like you have to find funding. The kitchen cost six hundred and fourteen thousand dollars to get built out. <laughs> cringe. Here, cringe. Um, I call. I probably emailed Sue Mosey. She's like in charge yeah. of Midtown Detroit. Yeah. I emailed her every day for six months. Hey, girl, it's me again. Just trying to see six if you got my last straight. email. I emailed her. I had it programmed. The only thing I changed was what, what I was talking about. Uh, it was the same email. Mm-hmm. Literally, I have it saved on my desktop. Like, hey, I was in this. I'm going to be a veg fest. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing this. Check out my blog. Here's a new recipe. Okay. Was like, I sent her an email every single day. And then one day she was like, I want to help you. We're this, the city is behind on things like this. You want to open up a, a, a demonstration kitchen? I don't even know what that is, but it's probably something they have in California. We should probably catch up. <laughs> Let's have a meeting. Okay. I remember going to have a meeting. It was a quick. It was the best fifteen minute meeting of my entire life. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "I want you to go talk to this person." And then I went to go talk to that person, and she put me in contact. And I would talk to him, and he was like, "Well, if she sent you, I can help you." Okay. DDF gave me my first hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars loan. They were like, they had like a color fund. Mm-hmm. I just so happen to be a woman of color. Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> I'm black. <laughs> for the win. Black for the win. So, boom. I got invested. I mean, Detroit Development Fund. And then I was I applied for every grant you could get. Okay. Any grant that popped up, I was applying. I got told no for a lot of things. Okay. Until, and I started going to all the events. Any entrepreneurship event that was in the city, I was there. If it was online, I was there mm-hmm. because I wanted to start meeting the movers and the shakers. Right. And then I wanted to reach out to business owners who already had businesses. How did you do it? Oh, you won Motor City Match? How did you do it? Grant writers. Anybody I could be in contact with because you need wise counsel. Yeah. So, and it's not that everybody, everybody had something for me, but there was something for me to learn from each person. Right. But like I ended up getting with uh, the Fair Food Network because they're all about bringing healthy food to um 
the, to well to Michigan. Then I got with Invest Detroit, and then Motor City Match. I won. I had applied for Motor City Match probably like three or four times. Yeah. I just kept applying, and then I would be like, "What did I do right? Right? Can you tell me what I didn't do right? Yeah. If you tell me, I'll fix it. In the name of Jesus, I will. Mm-hmm. And then we end up raising. Invest Detroit gave us three hundred. DDF gave us a hundred. One sixty. And then we had another funder, and they ended up pulling out. Okay. And I was like, forget it. I'm just going to cash out and use all my money. Yeah. So I started, I mean, I was I was working a job. And mind you, I'm doing, I worked my full-time job, but I was doing my classes on my lunch. Okay. So, like, when everybody else is using their vacation time to go on vacation, mm-hmm. my vacation time was just going to go do demos on lunch. Okay. You got to do what you got to do. Honey. I'm all for... The hustle, and I feel like if you really want it, you'll make it happen. Just go. Like, That's regardless. what I know. Just yeah. go. Yeah. You don't have the rest of the money. Where's it going to come from? Um, Father God, in the name of Jesus, <laughs> I don't know where this money's coming from, but you'll help me. And I, I was just cashing out slowly, cashing out slowly. That's the a kitchen pity. was built before everybody was even paid. Okay. That is not normal. Mm-hmm. Like in real life, it's not normal. Mm-hmm. The entire kitchen was completely built out, like to the point where people were, like some of the people who had, done some of the work well, on my Facebook post like how she posting but she ain't paying hey, us <laughs> you know the kind of faith you gotta have to like do and you have to I love you with the love of Christ everybody I was trying to Disney everybody like, <laughs> and you did great work I don't want you to do it everybody's gonna get paid so the money is coming <laughs> please be patient but like that's what you do. Yeah. But you keep applying, even when people tell you no, you keep applying. No does not mean no. You will fall. Mm-hmm. I call it falling forward. Like whatever. Yeah. What's next? Yeah, definitely looking at those no's is just like a maybe not right now or maybe not you. Honey, some like, of my no's came back to me and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> too late. <laughs> Won't he do it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and networking definitely is. I mean. I feel like I can't talk about it enough. I feel like you can learn something from everybody. Some some things it's like this applies to my life. Other things it's like I learned that I don't want to Ever do work that. with you or I don't want to be like this. Yeah, and I learned no is a complete sentence. Yeah. No. I'm still learning it. Honey, no is a complete sentence. I'm like so good that. at no. Honey, shout out to therapy and no. Okay. Teach me because I'm always like, no, because and I'm like, I don't have to. I know in the back of my mind, like, you don't no have to explain sentence. anything. At all. Yeah. I'm too I'm too nice sometimes. It's just because we, we have to unlearn what we learned. Yeah. We learned to, like, why? Yeah. I don't know. But the kitchen is here, and it's super dope. So, I know you host, like, events and a lot of fun stuff in there. But since we've kind of been having to stay distant from one another, how has that changed? Like, have you... Still been able to do some things in the kitchen or did you pretty much have to like put everything on pause? So the blessing for us is that even when COVID hit, we never closed the kitchen down one day. Okay. We stopped customers from coming in. I still haven't even let customers come back in. Okay. But like I I always, I don't go off of what trends or what everybody else does. I'm a praying saint. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I pray about everything. I plead the blood over anybody and everything. (laughs) So as soon as COVID hit, I'm like, Lord, what you want me to do? He's like, do what you know. Your job is to teach people how to eat to live. That's your job. And okay, Father. So if I can't get these people to come to the kitchen to eat it, I need to get it to them. Mm -hmm. So the good thing is that we started meal prepping like in November, December. So by the time March hit, we had it kind of, even though it wasn't perfect, it was like 
meal prep, meal prep. I want to help you. They, our clients still wanted the same food that they could come to yeah. the store and get delivered. So we found a way to just deliver food to their houses. Mm-hmm. Like that was a big thing. So we never closed for COVID. Okay. I start calling everybody. You have to utilize. I think a lot of times we meet all these people and we don't utilize our contacts and yeah. our connections. Honey, I called everybody. I was calling anybody I could. Y'all hungry? <laughs> The health department, y'all gonna be working round the clock. Y'all hungry? <laughs> y'all need me. Y'all gonna be hungry? Y'all need something? Police department, y'all hungry? Mm-hmm. Fire department, when y'all get hungry, you, you want me to do it? So we catered all the time. Okay. People wanted meal prep or people ordered. Mm-hmm. And they were like totally down for us. So it's because of this, the community that we stayed open and okay. we stayed open. And like now, since Big Gretch allowed people to be able to come inside, I don't allow customers to come inside, but I allow people to have like small private events. Okay. And then they have access to inside and outside okay. because we put up like a patio set okay. and fire pits outside. So if it's oh, like nice. colder, colder, they can sit in front of the fire pit. Okay. So okay, it's been nice. I'm glad that you didn't have to shut anything down because that's been like <clears throat> super heartbreaking to see, especially people that like just recently opened their doors and then everything. Was I say it's a blessing like, every day. Yeah. yeah. I tell people all the time, like, it's not me. This is all God. Because I could have shut my doors and not have my doors open. There are people that I look up to that have shut their doors and not opened them back up mm-hmm. again. So, like, it's all a blessing. And I yeah. receive all my blessings. Yeah. For shangles. <laughs> um, well, we just talked about that. I, was okay. like, I told you I talk too much. No, no, no. The first thing I said, I was like, girl, let me tell you, who talks too much? I mean, better when people <laughs> talk a lot than like, luckily it hasn't happened on here, but when I have to do like Instagram live sessions for work sometimes and I talk to people and sometimes I'm like, this is like painful. Like, like I'm pulling. Give me something. 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 Anything at this point. I don't care. What did you eat for breakfast today? <laughs> like, I tell me something. But this is good. I'm having fun. Um, so when things get semi back to normal, hopefully fingers crossed soon, what would be the first event that you would like to host at? Oh, my kitchen? God. We used to do something called the Friday Night Wind Down mm-hmm. every freaking Friday. My husband DJ and we people could come and have dinner. Because okay. we're, we're closed for lunch. Mm-hmm. We closed. We're only open during lunch. So we're open from 11 to 2. Okay. Now we got Taco Tuesdays. We open until four on, on Tuesdays. But like on Friday nights, Friday nights was super lit. There was a live DJ. You could come, relax, bring your own bottle. Mm-hmm. Everybody hung out. Oh. And it was so nice. But it was only from 4 to 8. It was the wind down. Like it was really for you to get off work and come and hang out for a mm-hmm. little bit. And it was so dope. So I can't wait to get back to that because we did like karaoke. Aww. Now we have like life size Jenga, Connect Four. It's just Sounds a dope party. Fun. Yeah. And that's like a good like little weekly thing. Oh my God, it was so nice. People look forward to it. Yeah. Like people look forward to it. So I miss that. All right, Corona. Get on. <laughs> and do you remember, like, do you know how they have um what do you call those rooms? The escape room? Mm-hmm. I was planning an event called Escape the Kitchen. Okay. So it was going to be an escape room, but you have to cook yourself out. Oh, my God. Girl. Dang. I'm so ready for that. That's fun. I have that already ready. So as soon as. Okay. That's going to be lit. That sounds like a lot. It's going to be so lit. You don't even understand. Okay. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. 2021. I'm putting it out there. Lord, I live. Because <laughs> I'm over this <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> Pandemic can go to sleep, bro. Please, God. 
Okay, I got some listener questions. Ooh, hey, listener questions. Hey. So, my friend Amara wants to know, what is the best way to prepare king oyster mushrooms? I find them rubbery and easy to choke on. <laughs> how is she cook? I really want to ask her how I, she cook. King oyster mushrooms. What me. you could do is steam them for a bit first. Okay. Because what you want is them to get tender mm-hmm. when they get too rubbery is because that means they got overcooked oh. so i would steam them lightly first or cook them on super low with moisture at the bottom of the pan not okay. oil water. water we screw up because think about when the recipe tells you to use like a teaspoon of oil use a teaspoon of oil when the oil disappears what's the first thing you want to do Put more. add more oil <laughs> so like even though that oil was supposed to be 10 of our calories. Mm-hmm. I done did this like five times. So that 10 yeah. turned into 50 super fast. So king oysters, you just want to, I would steam it slow or put it in a pan with moisture in the pan. Cover on like slow so it would not be so thick and rubbery. Okay. So stop overcooking your moisture. I mean, your mushrooms, But that's a, that's a common human error for all vegetables. Mm-hmm. Think about when you go to people's houses and they have, um, they want greens. Those greens don't be green. Those greens be brown. <laughs> By the time, if you cook a vegetable, the color should get brighter. Okay. If it is not brighter, you doing something. You wrong. overcooked it. All the colors gone. You may as well ate air because everything that was nutritious for you is gone. Oh my god! Wait. So how? Sh- wow. Everybody's been cooking greens wrong this whole time. Honey, we cook them the way we were taught. Oh my god! Because somebody taught us to cook them that way. Can you do a video showing the prop, or do you already have one? It probably is, but you know I'll do another one for the Saints. Do another <laughs> one. I'm gonna show it to my aunt. She gonna be. <laughs> Think about like wait, dog. Wait, if I, I'm when I tell you, you about to be like no, like yes. I feel like that was one of my Q-tips. I do this thing called Q-tips every uh-huh. Friday. And one of the Q-tips on God, I swear, is overcooking vegetables because it's oh. such a common. It's so common. It's not even like. People don't understand. I'm a little shook right now off the greens. Green should not be. They should be green. You're right. I don't know if I ever seen green greens. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to think. Have I ever gone to somebody's house and the, they have bright green greens? No, you've never had green greens. They're always dark and they're always like almost going brown. Is it because of taste- the? Is it because of the meat that's in there? Does that? It's just them oh, it's because they cooked it until it was gone. They cooked everything out. Okay. It's not to say it don't taste good. I mean, they're delicious. They're delicious. <laughs> but you're eating seasoning and the meat flavor. <laughs> it's not because the nutrients that's in the honey child. He <laughs> 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 will provide <laughs> he will fresh provide veggies. The knowledge. <laughs> he will provide you some fresh veggies. Wow. Okay. Um, Danielle L. My cousin Danielle. Hi. Um, she wants to know what, and nope, we talked about that already. Um, I don't know if you said this already, but the biggest myth about being or cooking plant-based that you encounter most of the time, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a flavor thing or protein. People ask me where you get your protein from. First off, I don't think the myth of protein, I'm literally, I have a whole blog that I've been writing for three weeks Mm -hmm. and I hate to take that long to write a blog, but I just don't want to give people the wrong information. Right. People think that protein only comes from meat, Mm -hmm. which is the biggest failure of life. Mm -hmm. But the reason why we get the protein from the meat is because the animal that we are eating 
ate the vegetable. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people understand like that that was the process. So because this animal ate so much greenage, mm-hmm. it has high protein. Okay. So if that's the way the animal got the protein, why can't I get, why do I have to have the third party? Mm-hmm. Why can't I just eat the vegetables that have protein? Right. Like legumes, mm-hmm. like avocado, like kale. Peas almost, peas almost have more protein than like steak. Oh, okay. And people sleep on peas. Yeah, a lot of people don't like peas. People sleep on peas. I don't know why. It's because they're little. I don't little. mind them. They're little, but they pack a punch. Okay? Don't hate on the little guy. Don't hate on the little guy. <laughs> peas are good. Peas are festive. I like it. Mm -hmm. Peas or your whole grains. Yum. Your brown rices, Mm -hmm. your quinoas. Like, it's a myth. And so I'm going to give everybody a list of heavy protein vegetables that they can eat that will help them. Mm -hmm. Because I have men on my meal prep that are fit. Okay. And I like my muscles. This thing. <laughs> I told you my muscle mass is this much. And I'm be like, oh, okay, <laughs> I'm still trying to lose twenty pounds. You know, they're like, thanks. I don't go. I'm not a gym buff. But like, they get the meal prep and they get vegan meal prep. Okay. Some of the dopest football players y'all watch every Friday, Sunday, Monday. Vegans. Vegan based. football players. Do not tell me that they're not getting protein. Mm-hmm. Saints, I'm not missing one meal. <laughs> I don't even. Um, and then her last question was, "What are your recommendations for those that are leaning toward a plant based diet?" I don't know if she started a plant based diet yet, or if she has slowly been starting. But recommendations for beginners. I tell people, don't set yourself up from failure. Mm -hmm. Like the seven P's are prior proper planning prevents piss poor performance. Like you're not going to tell me you want to start eating healthy and you want to start a plant-based diet, but your refrigerator looks like everything that you eat right now. If you don't plan for it, you're going to fail. And it's not going to be anybody's fault except yours. Mm -hmm. Like I'm honest. I'm not going to put a scoop of ice cream on a pile of poop (laughs) because when the ice cream melt, it's still poop. Are you eating it? I'm not. (laughs) Okay. So the honest thing is, if you want to eat plant-based, change the things that are already things that you keep in your refrigerator off rip. Okay. You know you like milk. Mm -hmm. First question, how are you going to, if you love milk and you drink milk every day, what are you going to do? You have to change the milk in your refrigerator. Mm -hmm. You used to mayonnaise for your sandwiches, change your mayonnaise. All it takes is us to read the can. They yeah. hide everything. Hide your, read your labels. They hide everything in plain sight for us. Everything is in plain sight. We just don't like to read the labels. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy that we don't read the labels, and they're fighting in court right now to take some of the things off the label because so, we ain't reading it no way. <laughs> Do you understand? They're trying to t- remove where the animal came from so they don't even have to tell you where the animal came from. That is psycho to me. Mm-hmm. If you take that away from me, so I don't even know where it came from, how do I know what you're feeding me? Mm -hmm. Why do you think that I am that stupid that I'm not paying attention to that? And that's what they're trying to do. That's freaky. So to a person who wants to go plant-based, everything is a mindset. So fix your mind first, but then fix the things that you always reach to grab and the stuff that you have to take. If you have chips in the house, what chips are you eating? Check the back. A lot of the chips, they use egg and milk to... Hold the seasonings on. Okay. You like eggs? You better get rid of the eggs. Get vegan eggs. 
You like cheese? Let go of the cheese. Try dairy alternatives. Mm -hmm. All the stuff is readily available because it is common now. Yeah. P.S. The cows stop giving their babies milk. So if they stop feeding their babies it because they say it's probably not good, why we want to still have it? It's in our face. We just don't want to pay attention to it. Yeah. Think about it. The cows stop feeding this baby milk. The milk just in my stomach. Candy. That's why they stopped giving it to their baby because it's making their baby sick. So why you want to make yourself sick? Yeah, honey, child. <laughs> okay, couple more listener questions. Sustness from Instagram says, "Is it possible to lose weight on a plant-based diet?" It is, but it's all about portion control and knowing what you're eating. Mm-hmm. I always tell people that even if you go plant-based, you have to know, like, you need to know what you're eating. Yeah, I want to go plant-based. I'm gonna if your brain so. Whatever your brain tells you is exactly what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I'm going to be starving. So, like, you're starving because you just <laughs> said it. You just spoke that into existence. Honey, speak life. So, if you know you're going to try to be plant-based and you want to monitor what you eat, my rule is 70-30. Mm-hmm. Look at your plate. Is it 70% fruits and vegetables, 30% everything else? If your plate is the opposite of that. So, if you have more pasta on your plate than the vegetable, mm-hmm. it's the wrong plate. Okay. Right? You can't have more bread, more carbs, yeah. more potatoes, more pasta because you think you're going to starve to mm-hmm. death. Trying to fill up a weight. And for everybody that might be listening, I want everybody to look at their palms because we all have these things called palms. Say hi, palm. Hello, hi, palm. palm. How you doing? Your <laughs> palm is actually your portion. For your whole plate. So your no. palm is your portion. So if you eat anything, not your whole hand, just mm-hmm. that little bit of palm. That's your <laughs> <laughs> No. I've had grown men be like, yo, this ain't right because I'm this ain't enough. And I'd be like, it is. That's the hand you were dealt. <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> Don't be mad at me, talk to God, saying, but that's your portion. Okay. So whether you're a person that's like if I you shouldn't have no more potato than that. You should have more more Aww. pasta than that. Everything, <laughs> the awe, the look of distress, <laughs> the sound of sadness. <laughs> I am sad. Lord, I live. I wish I had bigger hands. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's not enough. She's like, this is <laughs> what is this part? <laughs> what about my fingers? No. Okay, isn't that crazy? But that's yeah. the same thing for meat eaters. Meat eaters hate when I tell them that. Because mm-hmm. think about when y'all go to like you go to the store and get a chicken breast. Those chicken breasts look like a whole ham hock, right? It look uh, like this. Yes. But the reality is, one chicken breast is supposed to be four meals. Honey, if y'all can see the eye roll that happened in the name of Jesus, the eye roll, his eye roll, her eye roll. I saw it. I saw it. Listen, when you buy that chicken breast, that should be four meals because this, remember, is your portion. So in reality, you should take that chicken breast and slice it in half, right? Bloop. Now I have two chicken breasts. Is that bigger than my palm? It absolutely is. So you have to cut that in half. One. Two, three, four. That's four meals. But because we are born and raised in the USA, we are overeaters. And we have created monsters within ourselves. We eat too much. Even salmon. Honey, that's your portion. And let me tell you, this represents your four ounces. Okay. Think about when you go to restaurants and restaurants give you these big plates. It's like, this is an eight-ounce T-bone, an eight-ounce steak. You're only supposed to eat four. Even if you go to a restaurant, cut your plate in half. If you're a person who can't fight your own self, just tell them to bring I'll be your box. Hungry. You don't. You think you're hungry. 
that sometimes we think we're hungry and we, we our body is dehydrated we need more water well she needs to send a dry throat or something because honey child <laughs> listen <laughs> the stomach growling has me confused <laughs> that's all i'm saying and i always t- like that's the thing i tell people like you should probably drink a cup of water before you even start eating okay like think about it yeah i've heard this before but I'll be thinking of you, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Me, Sunshine Anderson. (laughs) I'll be hungry. Literally. So I think. But I will attempt. Literally, I want you. Okay, literally, I want you to try this. And I want you, like, text me throughout. I just want you to text me and be like, girl, I'm hungry. How long should I wait before I decide I'm still hungry or not? Like, how long does it take for your brain to be like. But how long does it. What are you eating? It honestly depends on the day. <laughs> and how often do you eat? I'm not very good with that. Like, I <laughs> So, if you up. don't eat all day, yeah. yeah, you starving, Saint. Yes, you're starving. Okay. So I can but just because palms, you don't eat so. all day. I'm, I'm just playing. I'm just <laughs> Dog, you sick. <laughs> I'm over here like, Saint, no, that's not what I said. We're trying to change my words. <laughs> What I'm <laughs> if you wait all day to eat, that still doesn't give you the, uh, the ability to have all three of your portions in one sitting. Okay, I will do better. For you myself. wake up in the morning, keep water by the side of your bed, drink a cup of water when you wake up. Okay, have real snacks. I always tell people, like, I love uh, monounsaturated fatty acids. Those are the good ones. I call them MUFAs. MUFA, 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 MUFA. <laughs> it's how I remember. MUFAs <laughs> are good fat. They are the fats that you, you eat, your body can digest, and they'll attack the bad fats that are stuck to, like, the places we don't want them. Mm-hmm. Like, where mine is right here or, like, right there. So, if you keep those as your snacks, mm-hmm. at every meal, you should have a MUFA. Okay. So if I have dinner, um, I can have a mufa. Maybe have like uh, mufas are like um, it is your avocado oil. It is av- um, your olive oil, avocados, mm-hmm. seeds. Okay. So like I keep those. That can be like stuff that we keep on deck. So mm-hmm. we keep like pistachios, okay. sunflower seeds. That stuff you can grab and eat. And it makes you happy. And then the second thing is if you want to have snacks. Because that's what I mean. People like people don't do snacks or they do bad snacks. Yeah. Chips, right. Cookies. Oh, honey child. So those aren't the real snacks. Our mm-hmm. real snacks should be things that attack the fat that has been sitting in there. And we're trying okay. to get rid of it. Okay. So that should be our snacks. You should have a bag of sunflower seeds. Or um, if you want to be sassy, like freeze grapes. Like mm-hmm. the other day, I was on my Twitch and I was talking to somebody on Twitch. And I was like, dang, I want a dessert. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want a dessert. I really wanted like a popsicle. So I okay. just took some of the grapes, put them in a the glass, stuck them in the freezer. So while I did my whole Twitch um, after I was done, I grabbed my glass. My grapes were frozen. Mm-hmm. But then when they're frozen, it takes you longer to chew them. So you've already triggered in your, your it's, we can trick our brain to do whatever we mm-hmm. want. You trigger your brain that you're chewing. So it starts this digestive pro- digestion process mm-hmm. and you're tiring yourself out because you're tired of chewing. Okay. So you will be full faster. Yeah. You feel me? I feel you. I'm thinking like when I eat almonds, I'll be like, dang, this take too much to eat. But you're <laughs> happy that you ate it yes. and you're not like starving. Because I like them, but my jaw is just like, Who? honey, we still chewing. We still chewing <laughs> I'm tired. Yes. I'm but tired. those are good. I mean, that, 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 that's, that's some good stuff right there. Okay. 
And that's good snackage. So we like hemmed up two things at one time. We did. I'm kind of excited. So my cherry more from Instagram. Hey, my cherry more. You love cherry. That's my girl. Okay. Um, she says, "Did you ever have imposter syndrome? And if so, how did you get over it?" Imposter syndrome is mm-hmm. that where you want to do something somebody else did? It can be that, or you feel like when you're in spaces, you're like, "Oh, I'm not supposed to be here. Or I don't have." you know, the background that somebody else has, like you're, you're kind of in a state of comparison and also feeling like you're not capable of doing something. I would. Okay. So, Ooh, let come on. Let's be transparent in the name of Jesus. <laughs> so when I first started doing anything, I thought, and again, I thought I mm-hmm. needed to have a college degree. Mm-hmm. I'm this is like, this is my factual data. And like, I kept trying, I kept trying and I kept trying and I was super irritated. Like I would be like, God, why am I not good at this? Because I would be like, I'm praying for a spirit of completion and I can't complete school. Why can't I complete it? But my brain was also saying, you're going to go to college and you're going to be the first person to graduate from college from your family. That's a lot of pressure. But who gave, Who told you that? Mm-hmm. We do that to ourselves in our own head. So my brain was like, at some point, why, 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 who taught you that? Mm-hmm. And we are. We're taught these things. Like somebody subliminally taught us something. Um, Shout out to therapy because this is where I learned all this Mm -hmm. stuff from. Like who am I trying to impress? Like it's my life. And I think that's where we all have to learn how to figure out. Like you have to finagle through your own life because the only person that I can control in my life is me. Mm -hmm. So I had to be okay with saying I'm not going to college. I'm not going back. I'm okay that I did not graduate. Mm-hmm. And if you have something to say about me not graduating, that is your something to say. Yeah. I don't have to own what you're saying. Put it in your journal. Honey. Don't come to me about it. Honey. <laughs> it really has nothing to do with me. And so when I first started doing the whole cooking with Q thing, I would get a lot of that. It okay. would be a lot of people. People like to project their own things Absolutely. onto you. And I had to learn how to politely give it back, mm-hmm. you know, with a smile because, you know, Q's so nice and she loves God. And, you know, you see that picture of Kyrie be like, I love Jesus, but I set it off. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Have. Like, but people will test you like that. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, if you didn't go to culinary school, there's no way you're going to be able to open up a restaurant. And I was mm-hmm. like, who told you that? Right. Because surely my father in heaven who created all this <laughs> told me I could do all things. You had a vision of everything. Through Christ. <laughs> Who strengthens me. <laughs> so, honey child, if you're going to come at me, you need to serve me up with something more than your words because yeah. your words can't hurt me. Mm-hmm. But people try. People project. Well, I went to this. Well, such and such. Oh, oh, my, my nephew went to this culinary school. Not and I was like, nephew. and where's his restaurant? What the, what the nephew got to do with you? And where's his restaurant? <laughs> because you should probably talk to him about his restaurant over there. Jeez. You know what I'm saying? Like... People will do it and people will talk you out of your own dream. Yeah. And so that's what I feel like I I had to learn that. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I never I didn't want to. I'm not going to say I don't know because now it makes me want to research imposter syndrome because I know I look up everything. (laughs) But that is that is a thing where you think you have to live up to somebody else's dream. But the reality is it's yours. Mm -hmm. So on you. What are you good at? Everything that you were ever supposed to be in life, you were born with it. You were born doing it. And it's because it's something that you do that is so easy to you, but it's like so much work to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Me going to school was so much work for me. Yeah. Me being me doing cooking with you because it's really just me how I am every day because I'm cooking. No effort. Yeah. I didn't have to try. Mm -hmm. I 
literally crack up when people are like, I want to grow up and be just like you. And I'd be like, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) What does that look like? Because this is cute. Like, that sounds so good. Like, that sounds cute. Is Mm -hmm. that for real? Like, what did I do? Yeah. You know, because this is really just me. Like, I don't. And I think that sometimes that surprises people because they're like, she really acts like this in real life. Yeah. I'm like, child. Because. (laughs) Honey. She's about to catch all this. (laughs) Honey, this is what it is. Yeah. But that's the thing. So that that that's that. Yeah. That's a good answer. Cherry, if you're doubting yourself, stop it. Cherry already knows she's fired. That's, that's why I don't I'm even saying. understand. First <laughs> off, Cherry, we done had this conversation, Saint. She's like, playing. We are listen. She's we family. If she got she got questions, she need anything, she already knows she can ask me. And that's on period. And don't let nobody talk you out of your thing because, honey, you are a whole situation in the name of Jesus. I can concur. And that's on period. Because I had a wine party for my birthday last year and she cooked all of the food. She did a very beautiful spread. Honey, I'm not even listening to her. And since then, so many people have asked her, like, I want my party to be like how you did for Evan. (laughs) Here. Here. Voila. I hate sharing her with people because... You know, I just want her to cook for me all the time. But you know, but she that's the she greatest compliment. If somebody is like, "I'm a," she's so dope. I want to refer. Mm-hmm. Those be the most dope. Those are the dopest clients. Yeah, I got you from somebody. I just did somebody's entire wedding. Mm-hmm. One of my meal prep clients. You never ever know who you come in contact with. Yeah. One of my meal prep clients. She was like me and my husband, or they were fiance. Okay. We love your food so much. Would you ever consider doing like a weekend worth of cooking? And I was like, girl, what you talking about? Can you just Mm -hmm. tell me what you want? Because I'm like this. Yeah. And she was like, I'm getting married and I want you to be a part of my wedding. And I was like, girl, this is so I feel so honored. Like I was excited. But she was like, yeah, my family is like super small and intimate. We're going to do it up north off the lake. I'm going to get a house for you and your family. You guys can stay there and I just want you to cook for us the whole weekend. I was like, girl, let me make you a menu right quick. Girl, it's going to be the (laughs) dopest menu of your life. Honey, for you, my bag was already packed. Honey, (laughs) child. And we went up up north and like I cooked for when they arrived. They had like a a sunrise wedding Mm -hmm. in front of the lake. The lake was in their backyard. Honey, fire. It was beautiful Mm -hmm. what i love that and you got to be a part of it yes and now you have it's the most beautiful thing ever yeah and all of them like we're all facebook friends (laughs) they're like we're gonna do something else i'm like no problem i'll be here i love that (laughs) yeah last listener question this one is a little spicy is it spicy it's a little spicy okay hot sauce or chili peppers Mm -hmm. well it depends on how you answer it Let me see. Okay. So breakfast at six. Hi, Sarah from Instagram. She says a lot of aphrodisiacs or sensual eating foods are rooted in vegan cuisine. Do you believe in aphrodisiacs? And if so, what is your fave? Do you have any specific plates you like to make? You know, what's crazy is that I, I feel like this is an old blog that I never posted about different foods that were aphrodisiac, afro. And I feel like I try to cook them. I probably go deeper into them around like, I hate to say Valentine's Day, Mm -hmm. but it is because it's so commercial. But we do like a Valentine's Day dinner. And I feel like I I tried to focus on that because it was like a couple's meal. Mm -hmm. And they had like a wine paired with every single. It was like five different courses. Nice. 
What would be my favorite though? I feel like a lot of people do like seafood, but if I'm thinking vegan, yeah, but seafood, but yeah, because seafood that's like I've done one when I wasn't. I mean, when uh-huh. for people who are vegan, right? And they had like oysters lobster. and a half shell, not lobster, but it was literally oysters and yeah. a half shell, and it was like nice little lemon. I love da, 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 da. But look, I almost wonder, do I have this menu right here? Okay, I'm she just pulling it look. up, y'all. Because listen, I. Ooh, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I made, and it was like avocado chocolate mousse. Okay. With raspberries because Ooh, I'm intrigued. It and it was very like it was amazing. Okay. And I served it in like a champagne flute. Ooh. Okay. So they, it was nice, and I had them feed each other. Um, I have made like. A blood orange citrus salad, mm-hmm. but I put. This is such an awkward thing, but figs are an mm-hmm. aphrodisiac too. Oh, figs! Yes, I like. Figs. But I had them kind of like sautéed, so it brought okay. a little sweet. So it was like a sweet citrusy salad, mm-hmm. and then. These are really good things for Valentine's Day, too. Mm-hmm. Or just like a romantic dinner. Write these if you gotta, down, y'all. Because if, if we about to be quarantined again and your man in the house, you need to add a little razzle-dazzle. It is. But the <laughs> the, 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 the chocolate avocado mousse. Avocados are very versatile. And I don't think that. They went they crazy. They literally went crazy. And I think the only other thing I would say, and I, it's not a sexy veggie. <laughs> <laughs> What you buy? Broccoli? No, no. asparagus. <laughs> oh yeah, that's not a sexy veggie. It's at not all. a sexy veggie, but it's supposed to be a vegan aphrodisiac. Hmm. And of course, bananas and not bananas because you yeah, know, how you see people with the bananas. But like <laughs> when we got listen, so can I tell you when we got when we got engaged and he my husband proposed to me, mm-hmm. he had a chef come and he like made a banana flambe in front of us like, mm-hmm. and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Let the church say amen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was fire. And they like set the bananas on with the little cognac on top of a piece yeah. of the cake. I was like, you know what? Bananas on dessert. I do. You can get it. <laughs> I do. I do. I do again. Okay. But I mean, that, that's some good stuff. That is some good stuff. Write it down, Sarah. Um, her second question was, she has a kid with dairy and corn allergies. Um, is there an alternative for corn that you recommend for recipes? I've never heard of a corn allergy. That was my first time hearing somebody say they were allergic to corn. I have a, uh, one of my meal prep folks. She can't have tomatoes, corn, soy, gluten, and chocolate. Dang. So, I mean... The first thought in my head is just like, no corn, mm-hmm. replace it with something else that the person likes. But this is a munchkin. Yeah. That's what she said, right? Mm-hmm. But does the munchkin even like corn? I don't know. She didn't say. Oh, I'm not. You see, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I want to be like, girl, did you say you like corn? Do you not like corn? Let me I'm know. I'm not sure which. She has multiple munchkins. I'm not sure which munchkin it is. I don't know if it's her oldest, the middle, or the little baby. Because if I was a human and I couldn't have corn. I know. I don't know, cause like Let's check my brain. What is it in corn that somebody can be allergic to? I don't know. Okay. 
Because people who don't want to have corn would probably want like, because I would use corn as an opposite for, it would be like rice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I would say I would use rice okay. or I would use like um, rice. You could rice broccoli or you mm-hmm. could rice like cauliflower. Yeah. Because okay. that's, if I took the corn out, that's the only thing I would know. What would I replace it with? Yeah. Because corn is like corn. Right. It's not like a, and, I don't and it's not like, corn that much. I love corn, to... but I don't eat corn that much. Right. Like but when like I have for tacos. It? Tacos. Corn salsa for some tacos. Or like fried corn. Honey chow. But if I just wanted that yellow, I could just substitute it for like yellow peppers mm-hmm. or like a yellow vegetable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're looking for a color replacement. Right. If you want a color replacement. But if you want like a taste replacement, I was thinking about like the texture. Mm-hmm. That's why my lady like was like, I could. Not crunchy, but. But kind of. Yeah. So you could rice broccoli or rice cauliflower, but don't make it mushy. Okay. But it has the texture. Mm-hmm. Is my brain's thought. Okay. That makes sense to me. Poor corn allergy. Oh. Okay. Three more questions. Ooh. <laughs> and then we are done. Okay. So at the end of the day, what would you say? Anytime is, a sentence starts with at the end of the day. You know, black people love. At the end of the day. <laughs> and it okay, don't okay. be the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> it don't be. It never be the end of the waking day. Waking up. Talk about at the end, at of, the the day. end of the day. Like it's just started. You just. <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> okay. So at the end of the day, okay. <laughs> what would you say is your biggest motivator or your why for what you're doing? Usually, it's, I'll be perfectly honest, it's my, it's my family. It's mm-hmm. my family and my health. I always want, like, it's like when you're a kid, you learn stuff and you're like, I don't want to do this what my parent did. And then when you become the adult, you like... I want to be the greatest parent I can be. Mm-hmm. I want to be the best wife I can be for my husband. I want to be the best. So, like, my family is always my why. It's my family and my health. Yeah. Because I always tell people, like, that's one of the things that God was teaching me this year. Like, your my peace is more important than anybody else's needs. Mm-hmm. If I am not okay, I'm not going to be okay for anybody else. Yeah. Right? So, if I can make sure that my family is provided for, because that's what success for me doesn't mean that you have to be a millionaire or a mm-hmm. billionaire. It means that my family is taken care of. And if something happens, they are okay. Mm-hmm. I want that for my family. Yeah. So my, my family is always my why. Good answer. Honey child. What does it mean for you to be a damsel in Detroit? Oh, I'm a good mm-hmm. damn damsel in Detroit. You are. I try to be. Mm-hmm. For me, I feel like what a, I, I always, I always feel like I want to be a disruptor of what people think is normal. Because mm-hmm. the normal is something that somebody taught us is not what it really is. Mm-hmm. So, for me to be that damsel in Detroit, I want to make sure I'm doing my part to making sure I unfold pieces of the truth. And for me, it's pieces of health of tr- in the truth of, of Detroit. Because that's not what they, that's not what people push. Right. The healthiest city in the world is Detroit, Michigan. Never have I heard. Somebody lying. I, I haven't heard that. <laughs> so I want to change the thought about it. Like I want to change the perspective of what, because to me, we're not a food desert, but we're a healthy food desert. Yeah. It's yeah. not a lot of people talking about healthy food. And that's why people didn't think that I would open or I would get done because they're like, people don't want to eat healthy, Q. So it doesn't matter. 
I was told by one human that it would have been easier for me to open up a dialysis center uh, than it would have been to open up a demonstration kitchen. Jeez. Oh, honey, when the, the devil sends all his people, they was working. And I was like, it shall not come nigh. That is so drastic. Honey. But that's how the fact of me wanting to build something where people learn how to eat to live. Mm-hmm. It's so not what you want. Yeah. Have they been to your restaurant? I teach when even when I teach my class or I teach like elder people, or if I'm teaching young people, I'm like, go to your corner gas stations and tell him you want fresh fruit. Mm-hmm. People, once you become an, an and I tell you sometimes being the annoying person yeah. is just really you being persistent mm-hmm. and getting to what you want. They're never gonna change our community until we force them to change our community. Mm-hmm. They're never gonna you're not gonna walk in the store and not see hot Cheetos and um soda. Yeah. And candy at the register until you tell them to stop. That's fair. So for me, that's I'm that damsel in Detroit. I want to make sure I'm just I'm breaking the norm. The stuff that they think is normal for us is really not normal. It's just what we've accepted. Mm -hmm. And it's no longer acceptable. Yeah. Period. And that's on period. At the end of the day. At the end of the day. That's why she a damsel in Detroit. Period. (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, at the end of the day, where can people connect with you on social and on the web? So you guys have two avenues. If you are looking for like recipes or blogs or learning about how to have a plant-based life, you guys can visit us at www.cookingwithq.com. And that's www.cookingwithque.com. If you are looking for our restaurant or our demonstration kitchen that you guys can come and hang out at and order food or host an event, that is at The Kitchen by CW. Q.com. And that is www.thekitchenbycwq.com. But everything social media is that. You can find Cooking With Q or you'll find The Kitchen by CWQ. We everywhere. 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 All things social. <laughs> so, before we go, the funniest thing that I just realized is that when you listed your website, you were the only person that said www. Everybody be like www. I just want y'all to know that. Are you serious? I'm not joking. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm not joking. <laughs> when no. I listen back, I'm just like, why y'all always forget the Are you serious? The worldwide what? Are you kidding the me? The worldwide right what? Worldwide dot and then they today website so yeah. shout out <laughs> so you were the only come one. on dps that's <laughs> okay i am dps <laughs> i am dps <laughs> period <laughs> i'm excited well guys thanks for listening um as always i want you to remember that detroit girls do it better and we'll be back next week yay bye, bye baby